Welcome to Bellu Sports Segment, episode 15. This week, we'll start out with a little recap of the Masters. That was uh, that finished up this past weekend on Sunday, four-day tournament, where Scotty Scheffler won the tournament uh, at minus 10, 10 under. And uh, he he beat Rory McIlroy. He had he was in second place with uh, seven under. Uh, most importantly, where did Tiger Woods end up? And he he came in all the way down in forty seventh at thirteen over. So he played. Tiger played really well the first day on Thursday. He played pretty well on Friday, and it kind of had people saying like, you know, maybe he could do it. Maybe he could be in contention on Sunday, but. In the end, it just was too much for his body and like everything that he had gone through with the surgeries and the rehab and all that. It just he was noticeably limping a few times, and he just looked pretty fatigued on the last, especially the last day. But it was really cool. He, I I think he was just kind of happy to be out there and, and at least put up some good numbers the first two days. I would think. I mean, I don't know how much more you can ask for. He was under par for the first two days and was in decent contention. For the first two days, so I, you know, he can still play with the best. He is one of the best ever, or the best ever, I guess. He just needs more time to uh, rehab and get the leg healthier and everything if he's gonna be able to really contend to win these tournaments, especially these long tournaments. If it's a one day or two day tournament, I think he could win. But these, the longer ones like the Masters, that's just uh, a huge campaign you have to do. Uh, one of the coolest things uh, during the tournament, though, was a crazy chip shot for a birdie from Rory McIlroy, and it was uh, he was in the the sand next to the green, chipped it out. He chipped it way up the green. It looked like a really bad shot, and then it just kept rolling and coming back down and coming back down, and then it just went right in the hole, and every and the whole place went crazy. And then the shot right after that, uh, the next guy that hit Morikawa. He chipped out of the same bunker and chipped it in as well. It was two crazy shots back to back. It was it was on the 18th hole, and uh, Rory McIlroy had a crazy, uh, crazy game uh, the on Sunday. He he came in on the day at one over par and finished seven under. Uh, it was his personal best, and I think it tied like one of the best records set on the course or something like that. He had a crazy. Crazy day, ton of birdies. Uh, I think he had a he had a perfect scorecard. There was no bogeys or anything. It was either par or birdie the whole day. So um, he had a great great round on Sunday. And another cool fact here: so players that have won four times in a PGA Tour season, including a major and a World Golf Championship event, it's Tiger Woods in '99. 2000, 2001, 2, 2005, Tiger Woods 2006, 7, 8. He's the only one that's done it until this year where Scotty Sheffer did it in 2021, 2022. So that's uh that's pretty interesting. And, you know, a lot of people don't really know him. He's a pretty young guy. I think he's only 25 years old. But he was playing really well. He was in command of the tournament the entire time. I think he took the lead on Thursday or maybe maybe it was Friday. He took the lead and just never gave it up. There was a couple of times that a couple of people, you know, got within maybe three strokes of him, but he just kept pulling away, and no one could play perfect enough to be able to contend with him and then take advantage of any errors. 
So, I mean, it was a pretty interesting tournament to watch. I mean, it is golf, so it's never going to be the most exciting thing to watch compared to other sports. But, uh, you know, Sunday was fun to watch. And people were saying, you know, because he did have such a commanding lead the majority of the time, there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, tension down at the down to the wire. But uh, Rory McIlroy, he, he gave it a good shot. So uh, it was interesting to watch. It's a beautiful course. It'd be really cool to, to see it in person, I'm sure. But it was cool. Uh, next up is uh, baseball, MLB. Baseball is back. After the lockout that took place uh, during the offseason, baseball is fully back. And as we know, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, said it was bad for business. Uh, we all know that. And uh, opening day was this past Thursday and Friday. It was split into two days. And uh, it, it, I think uh, the lockout may be had people scared that they were going to miss games or there wouldn't be a season this year. So maybe that provoked people to watch a little bit more. Maybe that was part of the reason why they wanted to really draw it out down to the wire just to maybe help boost some ratings or something. Uh, I think that that definitely uh, – baseball could use a boost for ratings. They definitely don't need anything to hurt the ratings, like a lockout, getting rid of some games or changing up the schedule or anything like that. But uh, one thing that they're adding new for this season is ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. I think that's pretty cool that it, it'll be on Sunday night on ESPN. And then um, it'll also be on Apple TV Plus on Friday nights. I don't have that. I honestly personally don't know anybody who has Apple TV Plus. If you have Apple TV Plus and you're hearing this, tell me. Because I personally have never met anybody who actually has that and uses it regularly. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. And um, the Yankees, they beat the Red Sox in their opening series 2-1. So um, I got to see a little bit of that, but some of that was on the uh, the Yes Network, which I don't have. But uh, it was on, I think it was on ESPN one night or whatever. But uh, So off to a decent start um, for sure over the Red Sox. And um, seemed like opening day went pretty well just for the whole league. Moving to the NBA. So something really weird happened this week. So um, in one of the play-in games, it was the Clippers and the Timberwolves, a little bit of a sticky situation in this game. A woman went down to the court. This is in the middle of the game, made her way to the court, and they're playing in Minnesota at the Timberwolves at their home court. This is on Tuesday night. She attempted to glue her hand to the floor to protest the t- the Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor's factory egg farm. I don't know. Uh that's just the story. And I saw the video, you could see some woman she was in the stands in the back like behind like where the cheerleaders photographers are um down by the rim on one of the ends. And you see her you know like cameras never really like to show um uh, people who rush the field or the court or do stuff like that but they don't want to give them airtime. But you could see it like for a second. You kind of see what was going on because they couldn't quite get it out of the frame. But she put her hand down on the hardwood of the court, and it was just apparently covered in just white glue. Which people were saying, "What is it? Just Elmer's glue?" You know, <laughs> is that really? It takes like hours for that stuff to stick to paper. I'm, there's no way you're gluing your hand to a floor. It, realistically, I mean, I'm sure she's probably not you know, really thinking this through the best just based on her actions. So I wouldn't expect her to make the best glue choice. Uh, but uh, people are giving her the nickname glue girl on social media after this. And I don't, I don't get it. They wiped it up. It didn't 
cause any issues and her hand was not actually glued to the floor even though she acted like it was because they the security immediately tried to like grab her and take her away but she acted as if her hand was like oh no you can't get me up it's gonna you know my hand stuck to the floor it was just really weird she's one of it was animal rights activist people uh i don't know Uh, apparently uh like PETA denounced her so they're like yeah she's not with us uh, we're extreme, but we're not going to glue our hands to the floor over some egg farm, whatever that is. I don't know. Weird situation, but um, they're like, well, this game has everything. And also they got the NBA play-in games, so it determines a couple of teams who are like on the bubble to go to the playoffs. Speaking of the NBA playoffs, they start this Saturday on the 16th, so we'll check that out. And also, um, side note, the Lakers and LeBron did not make the playoffs. Heard a lot of people. A lot of people really wanted LeBron in there. A lot of uh, LeBron super fans are hurt. Uh, and I saw that – I don't remember – this is just a side note, but I saw that some player was talking some trash or something on um, Twitter talking about how well, – no, it wasn't even trash. They were just celebrating on Twitter that they won a play-in game. And LeBron, like, quote-tweeted it or something with, like, laughing emojis. And people are saying, bro, you're not even in the tournament. How are you making fun of somebody for celebrating a play-in win? It's not, I mean, because it's not a playoff win. That's why. I don't know. It, uh, LeBron, I don't know. This has not been a good season for the Lakers or for him. Um, I, I don't know how the fans really feel about it, but I know a lot of critics of LeBron and the Lakers are saying that this is just a nightmare and that it's just terrible because their coach is fired and they're bringing in a new person and LeBron's had this track record of getting rid of coaches and they, I don't know. We'll see how it goes during the off season and uh, where they go from here. I don't know. Now uh, the NFL. So huge news from the NFL this week, biggest sports news of the week would be that Dwayne Haskins um, was killed this past weekend. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, he was the quarterback at Ohio State and then was drafted by uh, Washington, was there for, I believe it was two seasons, and then was released, went to the Steelers, and he's been on their roster as one of their backups for the past, um, I think it's also two seasons. I know at least one season, I think two seasons. But uh, anyway, so it's, it's a really strange incident. So Dwayne Haskins, he died when he was struck by a truck. Saturday morning as he tried to cross a highway on foot in South Florida. The incident was reported shortly after 6.30 a.m. and that people said that they had seen him walking on the highway for unknown reasons, the uh, patrol said in a release. And I, I don't know. They've That's all that's really been said. No further information has been given. People don't know why. Why were you walking on foot at 6.30 in the morning trying to cross a busy highway? No one saw a car that was broken down nearby. I thought maybe he was like out for a run or something, like working out or training or something. But, I, I mean, you wouldn't cross the highway on foot doing that. That doesn't make any sense. So, honestly, I have no idea. I, I'm interested. I, I don't know if they'll ever release exactly why or if they're still investigating it. I don't know. But um, I'm sure that'll be pretty big news if it does come out. And everyone's saying that he was a really great guy and that in terms of like his career, he was really turning the corner in Pittsburgh. I know that he was doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. A lot of people didn't know, um, working with a lot of like organizations, charity work, things like that. 
So, I mean, it just seemed like it's, it's really unfortunate because he was only 24. He was born in 1997, which is crazy. I really thought that with Mike Tomlin as his coach that he could really evolve into a really good quarterback there in Pittsburgh. Uh, but, you know, it's just tragically cut short. But uh, one other uh, small NFL news is uh, Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Raiders. He was he signed a three-year extension worth $121 million. Derek Carr, he's a, he's a solid quarterback. Uh, obviously, he's not in that top tier in the NFL these days, and there's a lot of top-tier quarterbacks now. But he's a solid mid-level guy. You know, upper upper tier, but not, not top. Because he definitely can win games. He's a good quarterback. Better than a lot of organizations have. But I, he's probably not the guy that would lead you to a championship, I wouldn't think. Unless the team is just perfect. And you see that a lot. A lot of um, mid-level guys that, you know, if you give them a perfect football team, maybe they could bring you a championship. But... The, you know, I, I think I, I'm a Derek Carr fan. And uh, lastly, so it's still football news, but it's not the NFL. It's the XFL. So the XFL has been talked about in a while, and I am an XFL fan. So if you don't know, the XFL, it started, I think it was in 1999, and it was by Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE back then it was the WWF and it was this it was really cool it was this like no rules very like 99 2000 type like graphics and it was supposed to be tougher and more fun and crazy rules and all this stuff and it was off to a pretty good start and then it just a series of really unfortunate events happened and it ended up dying then they brought it back in 2020 tried it again it honestly I, I think that it was going to do well probably again but then COVID happened and because this organization was so new it just folded unfortunately again just bad luck for them so Dwayne Johnson bought the team well not the team bought the whole thing XFL with a partner Danny Garcia that this was I think they bought it back in 2020 after it collapsed they picked it up they bought it they said we're going to bring it back we're going to do it right and then uh, Dwayne announced Wednesday on ESPN that they have the full list of coaches that will coach these teams. So there's eight total teams. They have not released the names of the teams yet, and I don't believe they have. And the, you don't know which coach is coaching what team yet. That's still all secret because I think it's not starting until next year because they're still getting stuff um, in order, so it wouldn't be this offseason because it's not going to be during the NFL season. I don't think it would be during the NFL's offseason. I believe, but uh, some of the people who have been hired uh, for coaching jobs, head coaches, you may know because they're um, ex NFL players and coaches. So one of them is Wade Phillips. Um, he's been out of the NFL for a couple of years now, but I know he he was head coach of the Cowboys, and then he was also uh, I think it was a defensive coordinator for one or two other teams, but. I think his, his biggest job was he was head coach of the Cowboys for quite a while. Uh, another guy, Jim Haslett, he was the head coach for the Titans for a while. Um, another guy, Bob Stoops, he coached uh, Oklahoma for a while. And um, then what I'm really excited about, so yeah, they the, you got those coaches, but then you have some ex-players that will be coaches. So the two that I care about, Heinz Ward, and Rod Woodson, they're going to be coaching teams in the XFL. 
So I don't know what team Heinz Ward's going to be coaching or what team Rod Woods is going to be coaching yet. Whatever teams they're coaching for, that's who I'm going to be a fan of. Uh, I'll like both of them, I guess. And I think it's crazy. It's so random that the two of them just are coaches now. Both ex Steelers uh, played together. Um, I don't, I don't understand it, but hey, I'm here for it. Um, Heinz Ward, if you're going to talk about a league that's going to hit hard, harder than most. Heinz Ward's a Heinz Ward's a pretty good player to be doing that. He, if you remember, he broke a guy's jaw. I think the guy was on the Bengals back when he was playing, and he was just he was just blocking him. He blocked him so hard he broke his jaw, which is crazy. They literally made a rule you can't blindside block people now because of Heinz Ward. That was there's literally one play if you Google Heinz Ward breaking jaw, and you'll see it. It's like this super hard hit on this guy. It was a blindside block, which used to be illegal. Now it's illegal literally because of that one play. Um, you know, so that's pretty crazy. And then Rod Woodson, um, all time great player too. Um, actually side note, I met both of these guys and got both their autographs before. So, uh, big fan of them. So, uh, hopefully their teams do well and the whole league does well. I, more football, I don't have a problem with that. A couple other players that I'm not familiar with, Reggie Barlow and Anthony Betch. Uh, I don't know who that is, but apparently they're, uh, ex players that are now going to be coaches. So um, when more when more news comes out about names, players that they'll be signing, things like that, obviously I'll bring that up. But so far it's still um, still being worked out. That's about all the news I have for this week. Make sure to follow my sports pages on Instagram and Twitter for sports content all week. That's Bellu's underscore sports. Or uh, you can search Bellu's sports segment and you should be able to find it. It's also linked in all my bios on my personal pages, so uh, go check it out. Give it a like, give it a follow, and uh, leave a rating review on here as well. Catch you next time.